0: Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Bourbon A, Illinois. This is a sermon for Sunday, May 12, 2019, the fourth Sunday of Easter. It is entitled, Therefore Go as a Worshiping Disciple. It was preached by Pastor Mike Hannah. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts and the actions of our lives be pleasing in your sight, O Lord our rock, and our redeemer. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. It's hard to believe that we're in the month of May already. Uh, Our school is focusing on all of those end-of-the-year things, the field trips, the The final getting together all of those assignments, getting the grade books together, uh, the end of the year awards, graduation, as I talked about, promotion to the next grade, so many different things. This being the end of the school year means that it's also the end of the year of our church and school theme, Therefore Go. This year we've been focusing on those words of the Great Commission from Matthew 28. They've been telling us. Therefore, go make disciples of all nations. God sends us out to connect other people to him. And as we're coming to the end of the year, it seems like we should try to find a way to to tie this all together. And so our theme for this month is therefore go as a worshiping disciple. See, God does send us out. He sends us out to connect other people to him. But even as we connect others to him, we are reminded that we ourselves must always stay connected to him. And we do that through our worship. And as I said, this is our fourth Sunday of Easter, that Shepherds' Sunday. And, And as we focus on Jesus as the good shepherd, but also as the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, I thought I'd try to use that metaphor as a way to talk about what it means to be a worshiping disciple. So let's consider today that it means that we, as worshiping disciples, follow our shepherd. We listen to his voice. We know his voice personally. We record his voice in our hearts and in our lives. And then we proclaim that voice to others the first part of worship is that we know our shepherd's voice personally and although this seems like this should be the easiest part it's not this world is full of a cacophony of different voices voices that would try to distract us from our shepherd's voice that would even try to deny that our shepherd is still speaking Some of the voices that we hear try to encourage us just to do your own thing. Do whatever makes you happy. Other times, the voices tell us to try to shut off those cries that we hear around us. Don't worry about other people. Just you worry about you. They'll take care of themselves. At other times, the voices that we hear are a little bit more subtle. It's okay to listen to God's Word, but not all of it. There are other parts of that Word that you just shouldn't listen to. You need to ignore, forget about those parts of God's Word that, that make you feel uncomfortable, that might be a little bit more difficult in your life and in our culture than those other parts. Sometimes the voices Call us to ourselves, listen, to hear our shepherd's voice in our own souls, in our own spirits. And yet, that's not where Jesus directs us to listen to his voice, is it? See, before he died... And after His resurrection, Jesus told His disciples that He wasn't going to be with them always. Not in the way that they were used to Him being with them. He wasn't going to be with them so that they would always hear that physical voice that they had grown used to. The voice of Jesus, their Master and Lord. But nevertheless, even though Jesus said that He was going to be departing from them, He said His words would always remain with them. The Holy Spirit would use His words and would make sure that those words kept constant. Those words kept ringing in their ears. And Jesus said it was through His words and through His sacraments that He would always remain present with His disciples. See, Jesus directs us to His word to the Bible, to the Old and to the New Testament. And there we hear that same voice. The message hasn't changed. Jesus still speaks to us. He speaks to us in his word of law and gospel. Jesus convicts us of our sin. He corrects us. He he points us back to the right direction when we kind of have wandered off course a little bit in our lives. And He comforts us. He comforts us with that word of forgiveness. That word that assures us that He is present. That He will never abandon nor forsake us. Sometimes the voice of your shepherd sounds a lot like your voice. As you read God's word, it is your voice that you hear. And that voice is the shepherd's voice. Speaking God's word, activating that word, the Holy Spirit uses that word. At other times, the shepherd's voice might sound like your pastor's voice. It might sound like your parent's voice. Your children's voice. Or maybe another Christian's voice. See, the shepherd's voice might sound like a lot of different voices, but those voices all join together. It is the shepherd's voice as long as it is that word of God that is speaking. It it is God's word that is the most important thing. The, The voices might change but it's always that shepherd's voice. And so we hear the shepherd, but we need to do more than that. We need to not just hear the shepherd's voice, we need to take the shepherd's voice into our lives, to record it as, as a part of our souls and on, on our hearts. See, it's not enough just to hear the shepherd's voice. It goes in one ear, out the other. No. No. So how do we get the shepherd's voice on our hearts to make it a part of our lives? Well, this is something that's not left up to us. The Holy Spirit works in us and through us to put that word in our hearts and in our lives. See, the Holy Spirit makes the words of God to do their work. The shepherd speaks. We listen. We follow Him. And why do we follow Jesus, our Good Shepherd? Because we know the good gifts that He gives us. Through His Word, He gives us that gift of forgiveness. Through His Word, He gives us that gift of everlasting life. Through His Word, He leads us in the paths of righteousness. He leads us. He guides us. And as we hear the Shepherd's voice, we know, that his voice is not like any other voice. His words do what he says. And so in our baptism, when that word was spoken over us, we were born again. Born again as children of God. Now even though we don't see a change happening, it's real. Jesus' words do what they say they do. And Jesus gives us the gifts that he says that he gives us. And it's not just that we are born again by that word. Jesus says we live by that word. We live by constantly hearing our shepherd's voice. We receive his gifts. We believe him. We trust him. We love him. Sometimes, though, you might think, well, he just gives us all of these gifts. And and maybe you get worried, well, maybe I don't really love Jesus. Maybe I just love all of the gifts that he gives. and And maybe all of this is just a great act of selfishness on my part. But listen, as you listen to the shepherd's voice, as you get to know him, You learn about him, you learn about his goodness, about his generosity, about how he is full of grace and mercy, and about how he loves to give us all of these good gifts. This is just a part of who he is. And so the more you know him, the more you love him, the more you will want to receive those gifts that he gives to us. Imagine that it's your birthday, and your mom gives you a gift. You're not going to take that gift and throw it in the garbage can and say, Mom, I don't need any gifts. I have you. That's gift enough. No. That'd be rude. That'd be a really dumb idea. See, it's true. You might not have asked for that gift. It's true. It might not be a gift that you wanted, It might not be a gift that you thought you needed, but you will treasure that gift because you treasure the giver. Because you love the giver, you love the gifts that that person gives to you, and you treasure them and value them. Our time here coming together each week is just one of the gifts that our Good Shepherd gives to us. And it's true. This might not always be the gift that you want. It might not always be the gift that you think that you need. But because you love the giver, you want to receive His gifts. And you realize that that maybe even though you don't recognize your need, maybe He knows better. Maybe He knows that you need it in your life right now. Well, we hear our shepherd's voice. We know His voice personally. We record that voice into our lives and our hearts so that we know that His gifts are not just gifts, but they're gifts given to us. Each of us, and he loves us, and he wants us to have them. Also, as a part of our worship, we share his, his words. We repeat what we hear. We speak the words of our shepherds to other people. Not just to the people who are here, but to people who aren't here. Jesus' disciples recognized pretty quickly after Jesus rose from the dead that He was going to be ascending into heaven and that things are going to change for them. They were not just going to be people who listened to God's Word, that listened to that Word of the Shepherd and believed in Him. They were also going to be people who shared that Word with other people. And God calls us to do the very same thing. He calls us through that great commission to share his word with everyone. The problem is, sometimes we don't do a very good job of it, right? You know how earlier I said that our world is filled with a cacophony of voices that would try to distract or deny us from the truths of our shepherd? Sometimes we contribute to that cacophony, don't we? Sometimes by our words and by our actions, we don't do a very good job of sharing the words of our shepherd. Instead, we share our own words, the words of sin, the words of darkness, the words of doubt, the words of fear. See, instead of sharing the good news of the unity that we have in Jesus, we instead sow seeds of dissension and discord. Sometimes instead of sharing the good word of peace and rest that we have from our shepherd, we share words of stress and anxiety and worry. Sometimes instead of sharing that joyful news of forgiveness, we live a life. Of a lukewarm faith. And no one really knows that Jesus means anything to us at all. No one really knows that the words of our shepherd are for us good news. That this is our salvation. That this is our everlasting life. And the problem is not the shepherd's words. Those words do exactly what they say they will do. The problem is us. And so what we need is not more of us. What we need is more of that good shepherd. We need more of his word in our life. And hopefully by now you've kind of recognized that in our worship each week, it is his word that forms the center of everything that we do. God's word is at the center of our worship. We are here not to listen to my words. We are not here to sing our songs. We are here to listen to our shepherd's word, to sing his songs. And because you know that you need the Good Shepherd's gifts, because you know that he speaks that word into your life. God creates in us that desire to come, to come each week, to come to hear that word, to be strengthened by it, to to have the Holy Spirit work in our lives, to bring that word into us more and more so that we can bring that word out to the world around us. And you know, God never grows tired of it. He never grows tired of speaking that word. I said that message remains the same and it does because that's the message that we need each and every day. We need our good shepherd to speak that word of forgiveness. And he never tires of saying, I forgive you. He never tires of saying, I love you. He never tires of saying that nothing and no one will ever snatch you from my hand. I have you. I give you eternal life. You are safe and secure. Our good shepherd never tires of reminding us that he leads us through this life. He leads us beside those still waters. He leads us into those green pastures. He's with us in the ups and downs of life. He even leads us through the valley of the shadow of death. He comforts us. He restores us. He feeds us. He fills our cup to overflowing. And most of all, He wants to bring us to our Heavenly Father's home. So that we will dwell in his house forever. And he doesn't just say this. This is what he does. And this is what it means to be that worshiping disciple. To be the one who hears that shepherd's voice speak to us. Who through the Holy Spirit records that voice into our hearts and into our lives and then goes out and speaks and shares that voice, shares those words that you hear of our good shepherd to the people out there who also need to hear their shepherd call them. In Jesus' name, Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, Keep your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ, who is our Lord, our risen Savior, and our Good Shepherd. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Bourbonnet, Illinois. You can find this and other podcasts by going to stpaulslutheran.net and clicking the sermons button at the top of the page. Thank you for listening and God's blessings.